I'd like to buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Sing with me. Oh, guys, it's another week, another episode of the Vulgarians podcast, and we're back in the studio with T and Christian. What's and up, me. you guys? I'm ready for my Coke. Well, you're not, you're <laughs> yeah, too white. Are we gonna, are we gonna have some Coke? Bitch, you part of the Pepsi generation now. Coke oh said we don't God. want you. No! I, I fortunately get to wear, get to drink all the Coke I want. You do. Because I have my I'm not racist anymore shirt on <laughs> for this episode. So I get to I get to drink as much Coca-Cola as I want. All of it. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Coke uh, got busted earlier this week for what you'd call a snafu Diversity uh, training? Yes. It was a snafu that a leaker, so a whistleblower uh, did. I feel like you're just throwing out a bunch of words that don't mean anything right now. You know what? <laughs> Shut up, bitch! <laughs> you're just throwing... Women's History Month right. Historically fucking with you every episode. <laughs> so, Coca-Cola put out their racial sensitivity training. Wait, right. so y'all know the whole, like history between between like coke and pepsi and just is there diversity racism in in america is there diversity of course there is why would i even be bringing this up if there wasn't some racist element to it oh god clearly i mean coca-cola just made coca-cola black but you know where i'm going it wasn't watermelon flavored (gasps) did they put vanilla in it sadly yeah they no they put coffee in it i thought they put cocaine in it well not no more. Not anymore. Not anymore. Maybe crack now, but <laughs> maybe. In the, God damn maybe it. in the like early eighties, uh, I wouldn't mm. argue that. Yeah. So like Pepsi, Pepsi is uh, one of the drinks that that uh, black people generally choose over Coke, and it's not it's not necessarily anything to do with flavor. It's more so to do with marketing. I agree with that. No. No, I had a girl that I worked with that we had only Coke products in our, like, job. Shout out. And and she she, just straight up wouldn't drink that shit. She would bring her own fucking Pepsi from, Mm -hmm. like, the gas station. Like, she would get a fucking two liter and, like, fill that up the rest of the night. And I'm like, are you serious? Here's why. Pepsi hits Um, different. uh, For one, that is also true. It does. That is true. I'm, I'm honestly a Pepsi guy. I fucking hate Coke. So, uh, way back in the day, Coca-Cola used to, like, brand their brand, and there would always be, like, you know, this middle to upper class white 
family or whatever drinking Pepsis or sorry, drinking Coca-Cola's and Pepsi decided to be like, well, fuck it. We'll just take over the uh, the the minority market, you know? the urban the urban market, quote unquote, heavy quotes on that one. Mm. And uh, they literally, and I shit you not, I am quoting this directly from their own uh, history. They hired a Negro markets department. Negro markets? And they did like a huge run of ads where they featured, they were like one of the first large companies to feature black people in their ads. And like this is pre Newports, so (laughs) (laughs) just dropping that like that. I'm saying though, that's where they got where's where's Newports diversity training because I feel like that needs to happen eventually. Does it though? Does it? Because I feel like it's already they got the market already established. (laughs) Like there's no diversity. Like. <laughs> they know their market. We like, know where we're going to. Some white people smoke Newports. All black people smoke Newports. Yeah, so. I love the the white people smoke might, Newport Reds. I'm like one of the only the only black dudes. Uh, like not even anymore because I actually stopped smoking uh, quite some time ago. But even when I did, I was that one black person that that spitefully started smoking non-menthol cigarettes just to fuck with every cashier attendant at every gas station. Yeah, because they like, thought you were going for something else. Oh, yeah. Like, you walk up to the fucking... You walk up to the tobacco counter and they look at you and... Oh, like, God. It's going to be a pack of Newports yeah. and two White Owls. <laughs> Y'all like the wood tip black and milds or... <laughs> What you want the wine flavor? And like... They're you, just, were, you were the shit if you had the wood tips, bro. They're I remember looking, like... All the wiggers back in high school were like grinding them wood tips all oh, day. Oh, for sure, day. for sure. And I was the I was the one black person that would walk in there. They look at me, watch me look at the like cigarette section, and immediately start going for Newports. I let them get all the way to the Newports and be like, "Actually, sir, let me get a pack of Marlboro Reds." And, <laughs> and fucking, excuse me, did you did you mean Marlboro? Did you are you sure you meant? reds or did you mean menthols and i'm like nah son let me get the marlboro reds actually while i'm at it let me also get a pack of copenhagen let me get that long cut he's <laughs> dipping and smoking cowboy killers at the same time no i was just doing it out of spite like, yeah he's just fucking that, he was trolling before trolling was a oh, thing for sure i was oh giving those i was giving that copenhagen to my whitest friends Jeez. <laughs> uh, i have a joke mind. why but i can't say it because of the shirt i have no uh, so anyway, Coca-Cola came out, and this was leaked through a source. Uh, there's screenshots of the actual doc, like slideshow. Yeah. So Coca-Cola, uh, Coca-Cola asked workers to be less white to fight racism. So the seminar entitled Facing Racism Given by Robin D'Angelo was presented through LinkedIn Education publicly. Although not free of charge, the company admitted that in effect, it invited its workers to take the course, but they clarified that it was not mandatory. So you had to pay to take this course, but it wasn't mandatory. F- yeah. So despite Wait. its good intentions, Coca-Cola faces a reputational and image crisis. While the firm viewed the seminar as part of a diversity strategy, the approach to the training was highly controversial. So what is anti-racism training? Do you guys know? 
don't know. I'm looking at the slide and I'm I'm already disgusted with it. So, the, wait, are you? Was B, that a rhetorical B, question? Yeah, yeah. like I'm, I was asking you. Do you guys know what anti-racing racial training is? I mean, I've been through like diversity training, but that's not like fully calling it out like is racism. I, I feel like I'm not obligated to have to take that training. Like, just you get a pass across the board. Mm. I think you get a pass. I, I'm pretty sure I get a pass. Yeah, pretty you get sure. an A. So, I mean, I'm living in an age where I can literally be racist to people and claim that reverse racism doesn't exist. Not that I'm saying it does. Not that I'm saying it does. Oh, I'm please do not that, get us on that you know, subject. I feel like I feel like fucking uh, Mario when he fucking gets the star and he can, he's just invulnerable. That's, that's yeah, where black people are at right now. That's where black people are at right now. So the deal with these racial training things is they tout that one-time workshops on racism aren't enough. You have to establish a set organizational practice, such as monthly affinity groups, cross-racial discussions, mm. ongoing professional development, and revamped interview questions that address racial issues. So, basically, it's just a way for these fucking booksellers and, like, instructors to keep a job. Because most of these classes, you just do one time, just, just to check a box for your corporate job. These people come back once a month and they charge like 12 grand to fucking do a course. So they set up a web course, like a WebEx, and then charge the company $12,000 once a month. And the company writes it off, clearly. But you have to sit here and listen to this fucking just garbage. Yeah. So, I mean, finesse, what, really, finesse what, on their part. No, honestly. absolutely. But what are they bringing to the table that actually like... What, what well, are you doing? Um, nah, glad nah, nah. Yo, you asked. Okay, on a side note, before we go into that, uh, Mr. Whitener, are you trying to go half on this court? Like, you you want to set some shit up? Because I feel like between <laughs> me and you, we could... You gonna start your own diversity training? <laughs> Yo, I mean, oh my what god! What is it? What not to do? Oh <laughs> my god! Look, what? you can have you guys sing. Yeah, I already had to take sensitivity training at my job. Are you kidding me? No, we'll get into I that. I'll be in, in that bitch on some Malcolm X shit, like Plymouth Rock landed on us. I'll find the video that I took because it was so goddamn funny. It was like uh, sensitivity um, training and harassment training. Eric, if you cuck for me, we can fully like make this a fire presentation. I mean, we'll talk about it after the. Are there slideshows? I'm just asking. There is a slideshow here. Just, just for the just for the presentation. Please just be my white slave. That's all I'm asking. God damn it. He, you're not racist. How anymore, much? So how many figures? Be. Look, are we talking? We'll, we'll we'll put it this way. I'm willing to uh, double your premium on your insurance policy. On your black insurance. Policy. Oh my god. Yeah, but I have a T-shirt that says I'm not racist anymore. So no, I, I mean, I get shit. that. I feel that. But I'm yeah. willing to give you five more N words this year. You can say it five more I times. I think you need to negotiate that. With I think a hard is, R. Oh, hard R. All right. Strap the plow to me. Let's do this. <laughs> How much cotton wait, do wait, I have wait. to fucking pick? You need to negotiate. You didn't even negotiate at all. 
You ain't so gotta what, pick no five, cotton. Five you know words. why you don't have to pick any cotton? <laughs> because <laughs> Eli Whitney, a black man, invented the cotton gin. You're welcome. Well, there you go. All right, moving on. All right, so the first slide that was leaked from Robin D'Angelo's fucking garbage is uh, confronting racism, understanding what it means to be white, challenging what it means to be racist. To be less white is to be less oppressive, less arrogant, less certain, less defensive, less ignorant, be more humble, listen, believe, break with apathy, break with white solidarity, is the second slide that was leaked. I'm already just irritated. Yes. Yes. It's kind of a lot to take in. It yeah, really, I'm like, very much irritated. <laughs> the fact that... Like, it's a bit harsh. It's I'm a, bit a harsh. little bit irritated, and I've got... Wait till like, you see what this woman looks like. They no, I've seen... Mm. The listeners wait, have not wait. seen... Yeah, wait till you see what this woman looks like. I have some, I have um, some, I have some words for that. Yeah. So in the U.S. and... <laughs> Other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel like they are inherently superior because they're white. Research shows that by age three to four, children understand that it's better to be white. Look, wow. If you look at this in poker terms, yes, I was dealt a better hand. And I'm going to play that fucking hand. Not sorry. I'm not mad at you. Uh, I, I fucking would. Fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, if I had the chance on, like, a U.S. census to check the white people box, I would fully check that shit. Well, just for a year. You just can. To, just to try it out. You, you know can. what I'm you saying? Can you could be transracial. Like, you could No, no, you can be transracial. I feel like immediately when I check it, like, my credit score is going to go up. Yeah, it probably will. Yes. Like, um, You'll a, get more job offers. Yeah. I'll yeah. just have like a trust I, I, fund well, that'll here, show up from a dead grandpa. So you know? here's the opposite of that. Remember Rachel Dolezal? No. So Sounds like a very white name. No, it, I don't know. It was a very white name. But Rachel she, Dolezal. Yes. So she Tell actually. Me about this lady. All right. Hold on. I'm just going to pull up a video. It's easier to fucking explain through that. But she's educate the white me, lady that was transracial. And ended up heading. Oh, I shit. know who you're yeah. talking about. Yes, yeah, I do fucking remember her. Holy shit! Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Is that the is that the fucking lady that swore up and down she was black? Yes. And There's she was one. like, fucking. She was dead set on that De- shit, bro. Yo, she was Hold dead on. set. There was another was girl who was like games, dead set bro. on that she was white, like literally like dead set on it. She's like, I'm not. I'm not black. I know that. I know that one you're talking about. Hold on. Let me find this dumb bitch. Oh, God. She's got, she's got like sexy photos. Everybody wanted to go back to the cops coming. Does she have an OnlyFans? Of course. You know it. All right. Everybody so has an OnlyFans. Th- this white bitch, Rachel Dolezal. So she changed her name. And now to our exclusive interview right, with the woman at the center of a cultural firestorm in this country over these last days. Rachel Dolezal, the NAACP chapter leader accused of lying about her race. Today, we asked her whether she has been deceptive and just why there are so many questions now surfacing about her past. Let me just ask you plainly. Have you ever lied about your race? No, because never have I been asked. That bitch don't are you sound black or not human, right? So, so yeah, those race, like- race in a in a as a construct again as a fluid understanding. So I would say no. She you got a whole loose curl fro, by are the way. Are you black? 
mm -hmm. are you African American? You know exactly what they're asking you. And for you to say yes, is that an honest answer? When somebody asks, are you black, which I actually don't get asked very often, um, until recently, since a few days Look, I listen ago, to Cardi B. Then I say, yeah, I, I do, yeah, I, I am black. Do you understand um, why many people would think, given your parents and your heritage, that is at best a misleading answer? Um, I, I can understand that, but again, up to this point, I know who raised me. I haven't had a DNA test. There's been no biological proof that Larry McCann are my biological parents. There's a birth certificate that has your name on it and their names on it. I'm not necessarily saying that, that I can prove they're not, but I don't know that I can actually prove they are. I mean, the birth certificate is issued a month and a half after I'm born. Um, it certainly, um, there are no medical witnesses to my birth. It's one thing to Lady. embrace the questions as an academic matter. The fuck? Right? It's another thing to just actually be honest and transparent about who you are. Right. Nah. Bruh. Nah. She not covered <laughs> underneath the black delegate. Dude, she changed her name to like Shaka Khan Shabazzi or some shit. I don't think she's covered. She, she like she, she's deflecting heavily. And like every single answer she gave, she's just like, you know, on some I will not confirm or deny type shit. Like, lady. How you do are, I know? The fuck? Like How do what? I know if I was white? There's like tons of pictures of her as a kid, like blonde hair, blue eyes. On some on some shit though, she did try to make herself look like one of them questionable blue no or like Bruno Mars looking ass <laughs> mystery race people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's those fucking that's those Atlanteans. I mean, dude. She's from so Atlantis. The last side of this Coca-Cola thing just is a slide that says try to be less white. It literally says try to be less yeah. white in bold, bright red letters on a white background. <laughs> so it got me wondering. Who is this dumb bitch? <laughs> Yo, what what intern slipped this shit past corporate <laughs> and is dying right now? Somebody that laughing. just got out of a fucking sociology course in college. Um, so I was trying to figure out. I was who gonna the say fuck... uh, a freshman who just fucked her first like. Oh thing. yeah, it was a, like a fully... god damn it. What? <laughs> stealing your shit stealing Just your all shit. Of my shit yo i about followed it up too. i know nah go ahead and say the joke all say right the joke hold so on so let's look at let's look at this bitch let's look at this bitch so this is robin Stand out with your mba uh, online from on. una it's a fucking ad so this is robin d'angelo ways is to be raised to be functionally illiterate on the topic of race i am white uh, and part of being white is that I was not raised to see myself in racial terms. I mean, I understood that somebody had race, but not really me. But to be white is to see oneself outside of race. This woman looks like she was born unique, in Portland, Oregon. Individual. Oh, she lives in Seattle. Oh, so, well, there you go. Oh my God. There you fucking yeah. go. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Dude, this woman looks like she fucked three black dudes in college and took a soci uh, sociology class. She fucked a black dude named Dikembe Mutombo, and uh, 
took she took one black activist and she group. ate goat one time and she's like i'm done she ate at a jamaican yeah. restaurant one yeah, one I, time and I it was like oh i get all about the culture first off black people don't eat goat but if you would have said oxtail though see that's oh, a whole story that's a whole nother story right there no, no, she, no, had, no, she no. had oxtail once african-americans don't she, eat goat she fucked it. <laughs> Africans eat the shit out of goat. Yeah, they eat the fuck out of that shit. You just said Matamba. Whole nother peoples. Whole nother peoples. <laughs> yeah, they're not big fans of y'all. <laughs> they don't. They don't like us too much. No, y'all are the black people. Bad. <laughs> yeah, they have sensitivity training against. It usually turns in this whole argument about who suffered we'll more, stopped. and then one person bl- brings up fucking roots the movie. And then, and then like, well, we the, have a bowl. And then the African person brings up that fucking Blood Diamonds movie. Do they have a uh, sensitivity training in like Africa, like in like Chad or something no, like that, or like South no. Africa for African Americans? Like, please to make not- sure the poop that you put on your head is dried. Hell no, they don't have that shit. <laughs> they don't have sensitivity training. <laughs> All right, let's finish this shit. Was this a dreaming? Debunking myths about race is what it says. I don't see color. I'll never forget a moment of why would you not see color man leading a workshop on race and a white woman said to him I don't see color. He said well then how are you going to see racism because I am black. I do think you know that and I have a different experience than you do and you're not going to be able to understand that and you're not going to be able to support the parts of that experience that are really painful and problematic if you refuse to acknowledge my reality. I don't see color is really a way of saying I refuse to acknowledge your reality. I have black friends. Yeah, I would, What's important I would, about that narrative is it reveals what the person thinks racism is. So if the person is using proximity, fondness across race as evidence of a lack of racism, in order for that to be good evidence, a racist must not be able to do that. So that rests on an understanding that a racist cannot tolerate proximity to people of color. And I'm hoping that we can see that's pretty absurd because trust me, even avowed racists can tolerate being around people of color. And often are. Pause that. Pause that. You cannot talk about any. Because, like, first off, I mean, the woman makes solid points. I'm not going to argue that in any way, shape, or form. I know we're just talking shit and everything, but I mean, she is making solid points. Think about how many like uh, people that are white supremacists that come from bad neighborhoods, and you know, maybe they find themselves in a situation where they work construction or something like that. L- and you they mean probably, low paying jobs. Yeah, a low paying job. And chances are, if they work a low paying job, they're probably around a very high amount of minorities. Therefore, they work in close proximity with these people literally 40 hours a week, you know, at any given point in time. And so it's always one of those situations where it's like, you know, I hate them damn porch monkeys, but Tyrone's okay. You know, like you always like they they'll have like one token type that type deal but i like i will not refute that i will not refute that you know in her point but i will also say that there is no way that she ain't talking to a dark-skinned nigga named jakeem that's in a reggae band and this <laughs> what'd you say earlier Come something on, about man. she Come went on. to an all-black historically black college or yeah, some shit yeah you know she did you know she did she went this was a fucking wonder bread white bread ass woman 
who went to a fucking historically black college, took the fucking like black history course and came out singing Kumbaya. <laughs> she opened <laughs> one jar of cocoa butter and it was all downhill from there. Oh, that was, that was the fucking end of it. That was it. I don't know, but she needs some like something cholesterol Afrosheen, something going on in her hair. Yeah, her shit is fucked up. She, she got some heavy Jew curls, not to continue yeah, the racism, she, but she, she does have fuck the Jew fro. There is a lot of dryness going on. Well, I'm no, just, what's interesting is it's dry. Her hair looks dry, but it also looks very wet dog like at the same time. Yes. It's like matted. It's fucking weird. Yeah. All right, let's continue this. And all right, so this is race has nothing to do with it. It's about class. You cannot talk about any other issue without talking about how race informs that issue. And when someone says it's about class, that tends to function as a way to get race off the table. Focusing on race is what dividing is what divides First of us. All, we're already divided by race. Uh, and focusing on race is, is not what did it. I would say not focusing on race, refusing to grapple with how race shapes virtually everything is what keeps us divided. And that is a very white narrative. All of those narratives function to get damn chalky motherfuckers. Close the expiration, exempt the person from any further engagement, and protect the racial hierarchy and the white position with it, which is an unequal hierarchy. The challenge I want to offer my fellow white people is changing the question from if to how. So dominant culture asks if I'm racist. And I want to change that question to how have I been shaped by the forces of racism? How is racism manifesting in my life? Because it circulates 24-7, 365. None of us can be and none of us were exempt from its forces. And this is where individualism can come in. I have a particular story, but that story didn't exempt me. And so I can ask myself, how did all the things I see as unique about me set me up into the overall racist structure? Because it did. So they have been dancing this woman out on every fucking talk show for the last like two fucking years. But she's distanced herself from the Coca-Cola shit. She's like, oh, they stole all that shit from me. They, they didn't pay me for that. I, I don't want my work being used this way. So it sounds very much like what you're saying. It's not even been reworded. No, they just anyway. If well, it was here's like the problem. She's you, not getting rewarded. paid for it. Oh. So yeah, somebody just took her book "White Fragility" and fucking ran with it. And started doing like LinkedIn shit. They just created like a bastardized version of the shit she was saying. Because like I I will give this to this lady. She does make valid points. Despite where she got them from or what means or whatever. She does make valid points. But like the shit that they turned it into with this whole Coca-Cola thing. Dude. What and this is like not fuck? it's not just Coca-Cola. And the yeah, fact that it's on the, LinkedIn that's education that's means thing. That was a that hundreds was a of companies that, have fucking yeah, used this. That was a course that like Coca-Cola just seemed, uh, seemed to be the one who had to take the L on it 
But in all reality, there's mad other companies that are just like, eh, we're just going to not talk about that. We'll just take that off the curriculum. Yeah. Well, they, they took it right off. Um, but that's the thing, man. I don't care who you are, how racist you are, how unracist you are. When you see a fucking presentation like that, you're going to take it as hostile. There's no way not to. It's literally like that, that you're a piece of shit because you're white. Yeah, it's the harshest way to possibly <laughs> try to get your message across. Like, That's literally on, where man. I got out of it. I but just that got, like, same shit is in I should her feel bad book. because I'm white. All right, I have I, no white guilt. I'm if sorry. If anything, you're just perpetuating the same yeah. thing that you're trying to fucking. Well, why do I feel? The first the, no, I'm She's totally, I'm totally down to like discuss this because. Her whole thing is like, you should feel bad about being white. Okay, well then, what puts me in the same realm of like feeling bad about where I am? I'm supposed to feel bad because I am the way I am? Okay, well that puts like me in the same realm as somebody else that feels bad about their own fucking color that they don't have no fucking control over. None. True. Maybe I should change shirts because maybe I'm I'm still racist. I feel like that. No, I, 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 I will, am I will, racist. I will agree with you on no that. There is no one. There is no one that can tell me otherwise. Yeah. Like I know that I am racist on some level, but honestly, I feel like every person is a little bit racist. I mean, it's nature is on it. some fucking level. What's crazy is Asians like, if are anything, the I'm most just, racist. I'm just I'm like, oh my god, they're so bad. Asian. They, they but they're will, transparent about it. They yeah, know they don't they give are. a fuck. Like I, I know that I am. I accept that I am on some level. Like I feel like I'm the least, the least racist in reality out of a lot of the people that I know. Like I'm in this bottom percentile. But the small amounts of racism that does exist within, you know, just my way of thinking. Like mm-hmm. I fully accept that. I fully accept that. You know, sometimes. I see a white woman in some Birkenstocks and I'm just like, oh, yeah, she voted for Joe Jorgensen for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, absolutely. (laughs) You know, like just random shit like that. I like I'm willing to accept. But on the same note, you know, like there, there, there are some stereotypes that I feel like get mistaken for racism like people I feel like white people have this uh, because of the fact that the spotlight is kind of on you guys right now there there's like honest. there's this high level of hypersensitivity that comes along with it where you end up questioning things that aren't necessarily racist and you think that it's racist and you think that you're being a racist but you're actually not and then it like snowballs into this crazy shit and you end up like this white lady that we're talking about right now yeah so like for instance like if uh, you see a sketchy looking black dude and you're at the gas station and it's like maybe like one of those Indian owned gas station or, you know, w- Middle Eastern owned gas stations and some fucking sketchy dude is standing outside happens to be a black dude. You lock your door. Uh, and then you're like, damn, am I being a racist because I'm locking Because you're questioning black it. Dude? But no, it doesn't fucking matter. If that was a white dude, you'd be equally as terrified. If they're sketchy, they're fucking if sketchy. Yeah, sketchy is fucking sketchy. Like, st- some stereotypes are stereotypes for valid reasons. Yeah, that's how they got to be stereotypes. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I understand that there is certainly a big problem with... Uh, institutionalized racism 
But to be honest, I feel like we're probably in the best point that we've ever yeah. been in in American yeah. history when it comes to equality amongst like you like people's individual feelings towards other people, just generally, no matter what race you are. I mean, yes, there are still the extremes out there, but as far as the stats are concerned, I mean, especially people under like 40 and 50, yeah. like we're coming into an era right now where we don't even really fucking care about shit like that at all. Like, look, real talk, that we make a doesn't... ton of racist comments on this show, but we don't really, yeah, we the, don't fucking mean them. The reality of the situation like, we don't is we that understand shit. that it's built into the institution and like, I mean, until we dismantle those parts of our country that are run that way it's just gonna fucking be that way in america and it's not because any individual person feels that way it's just that's literally how the country is run and, it, and until we can like replace that with a better uh, uh you know a better uh strategy or a better way to run it that's just how it's gonna fucking be yeah so i give I feel it like, um, i give I'm, it 50 years roughly i mean fuck 50 years by the time we're all fucking Joe Biden's age, you know, yeah. 143 by the time we're fucking, by the time our brains are all goo. Yeah. Brains are smooth and we're dead in the eyes and sniffing children. Then, uh, maybe things will be different. I honestly really, really believe in that interview that I showed you. With, I did not joke. I, I did not uh, vote Joe. When I showed you Trump, fuck yeah. it. Seriously, when when I showed you that interview with Morgan Freeman, where he was like, how do you end racism? And he's like, you stop talking about it. It dies with it. You stop talking about it. You stop fucking doing anything. It fucking dies with it. So I really think that if you die, like you let it die and it just goes away. Like it doesn't exist anymore. And her perpetuating it by like pointing out like things that fucking do it. Like, I just, I feel like that, what the fuck? Why are you still perpetuating it? I get her points and they're very valid, but I feel like that if you're going to sit there and continue to, what? This is what he just sent me. Oh, I feel like if you like perpetuate those like continuous, like things that are wrong with being white or a certain race, like you're just continuing on this serious, like divide of everybody. Yeah. I really don't think that that's right. I mean, I feel like this woman, her entire book and all the promotion. And they may have just been blown out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have one more thing. I said they may have. No, please go on. I was going to say her whole book. She meant. And I know she probably wholeheartedly believes everything that she said. But yeah, yeah. And she does. She believes everything that she said. And it probably came from such a good place of like this is how I feel and this is how everybody should be and everybody should be, you know, they should believe these things and stuff like that. But it comes off when she says it, it says so aggressive to yeah, one race, harsh. which it's is racism harsh. of that. I aspect. don't disagree with I, I feel anything like she has to say. She's trying to guilt just, people yes. into her way of thinking. She's kind of going about it in a, like, if she went about it in a more gradual way, a counterintuitive also, way. she did something about that fucked up hairstyle she got. Like maybe people would listen to her. She, she looks like a high school art teacher for her fuck's shit sake. Busted the fuck up. She, she needs really to go does. see somebody. I mean, real. She, she needs to go see. That. She needs to go see somebody. Somebody needs to fix her hair, please. God. I mean, I feel like her whole book is just an example of self righteous mental masturbation. Mm. Mm. Like preach. 
that that's really what it comes across to me as is just like people that love the smell of their own shit just reading that just, book and applauding themselves for it. it. Yeah. Like that's Traps it in a bag and huffs it. That's a book that sells it for $20. On white it. liberals are going to put on their coffee table. So when people come over, they're like, Oh wow. It's a conversation piece. Now you're, you're definitely not racist. Yeah. It, it's well, because l- of a book. Yeah. It's yeah. like how I have, they, you know, they, I keep a copy of little the black book. Sambo. They mentioned, they mentioned the book and then they name drop like five of their black friends that they have on speed dial. If anybody mm-hmm. wants to question that. And yeah. then of course they probably have one of them over there just as a voucher. Yeah. Yeah. Like these things happen. I've been that guy. It's a fucking, I'm only saying that because I've been that guy. No, I know. I completely like, agree with you, but I was just talking, I will stand behind our Lord and Savior um, of Morgan Freeman of you want to stop racism. Stop fucking talking about it. Well, I've seen multiple stop sides fucking bringing it up like it's crazy. a fucking thing. This is what's crazy. I've seen multiple sides of this, right? Like, so um, I, I was talking before we uh, started recording. I used to live in Asheville, North Carolina, and in Asheville, it's one of the lowest rates of uh, like minorities yeah. in any given area in all of North Carolina. And North Carolina is notoriously a red state. Like they, I mean, North Carolina, South Carolina, the Carolinas, generally speaking, that's Bible Belt material. Carolinas into uh, well, Georgia. They, they brought black people into Charleston, and then South you skip Carolina, over to Alabama. Like, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Charleston has That's literally the slave a, market. The slave market is the like central part of downtown Charleston. It's where they and that is black people. Yeah, like that's the tourism location. You can literally still buy slave tags in fucking. Charleston, South Carolina, at the slave market, which is a still like still a real thing, like still very much so a real yeah, thing because so, it's a historical monument. So I go to Asheville, right? I I moved to Asheville, and I mean, there's a lot of like trust fund kids, right? That are just like super rich and shit, and uh, their families all bred it up so they can afford to fucking live their best liberal life. And they're all just like a bunch of fucking yoga teachers that teach part time, but they actually volunteer at the community center. And it's like they don't even their parents are paying for everything they have. So they have all this free time to like become this fucking radical left fucking person. Mm. And then like they'll they'll be like having like a namaste tattoo on their fucking arm like a whole sleeve coexist bumper sticker on their, on their fucking yeah car. absolutely coexist sticker they all drive subaru outbacks they work one day and, a week at the co-op yeah and they yeah. fucking hike every other day and their parents are paying for everything they're 2500 dollars a month apartment that's like that's know, white privilege in the middle of downtown and they're like preaching this fuck shit like those are the main people though at the yeah. same time on this on the on, like on the opposite side of that car they're the same people that were out protesting when all this blm like wild shit started happening you don't have fucking jobs dude and it's like you're literally here because you have nothing else better to do and it's like it's the same dude that renounced his name which was like jonathan and he became like jakiri or some crazy shit and like he has like all his like he has some one black friend from johannesburg that fucking vouches for him you bring up south africa like 
Yeah, the yeah. most white part exactly. of Africa. Exactly. That's my point, though. That's my fucking point. It's their one rich black friend that's from Johannesburg. He's like, I'm from Africa. It's like, no, nah, nigga, you're not from you're not from Africa, Africa, though. <laughs> you're from white Africa. <laughs> if you say you was from the Congo, maybe we could talk. He was like, nah, Ethiopia. Nigga, from- <laughs> like, all right, tell me about your struggle. How many yeah, how many yeah. flies did you have to swat around from your, saying, your, your fucking mouth? You had to wake up and spear a fucking caribou for breakfast or some shit and like, i would i would probably or, go antelope well uh, oh my god if anything gazelle but yeah the the point being, you know what we're not we're being, not ecologists here yeah the point being like it's some old bullshit and on the opposite side of that car though like i've i've also ran into black girls that are from that type of area and they didn't even really know about racism until they went to like a historically black college or they went into uh, a large populace that was more so black people and they're like holy shit like fuck I got lucky as fuck to come from this type of situation it wasn't so, that long ago where we had segregated so, shit yo my grandma my grandma right? was telling me about that no shit. like segregation Here. ended everywhere in like Here. what the fucking dude. 80s yeah dude my grandma okay my fucking grandma she's like 70 now right she told me about like growing up in school like right here, I'm from North Myrtle Beach. My fa- my grandparents are from North Myrtle Beach mm-hmm. before North Myrtle Beach was North Myrtle Beach Crescent Beach time periods, and like she fucking told me, she was like, "Yo, there was a school for the black kids, there was a school for the fucking white kids." Like I grew up that whole time going to the black kids school, and I remember a time like right after I graduated when like all this shit turned into intermingling of schools and even like my mom can fucking tell me about like how it was still like heavy race wars all the way up through Bro, when she was in high school when back we in were in fucking 80s. high school and then yeah. I yeah that's what I'm saying like, like this shit segre- permeates, we segregated ourselves I can permeate this shit through three different cultures even to the point where I remember being in school and all the kids that were from Poplar sat at the back of the bus and all the kids that were from like fucking any literally anywhere else longs yeah long sat at the front of the bus and it'd be like a bunch of, a bunch of country white dudes from longs and fucking black kids from poplar and th- it was to the point where we would go to lunch and there was like a there was a table that was just mexican kids there was a table that was just black kids there was a table that was just white kids yeah and like one table we would literally throw something at the other table and then it would be like a swarm of black kids. Remember that shit when they had to fully separate us? Mm-hmm. Like they legitimately. And now what's so fucked up is that didn't stop when we graduated. No, oh, hell no. And now they literally resegregated the schools because remember it was North Myrtle Beach primary, elementary, middle school, high school. And they separated that shit out. Now they got like Waterway mm-hmm. and fucking and Ocean what's Drive. the other one? Ocean Ocean Drive. Yeah. Ocean Drive only uh, accepts people that live on the beach. Yeah. And what's fucked up is Ocean Drive is a pretty nice school. It's, it's like awesome super school. easy going. <laughs> but the problem is their fucking minority rate is at like five percent right now. It's probably and less it's be- than that. Yeah, and it's because like they literally have like single digits of black kids in that and that's school. The, just the remnants or of minorities. what's left in Atlantic Beach yeah and yeah. that's and that's strictly so because they they separated 
by social cl- they found a way to be like okay well yeah. most of the white kids live here we'll just have a school here and we'll most of the black kids and other minorities live here we'll have a school over there and we'll just say that it's because of the inflation of people but so, in all reality <clears throat> it was because it was getting so fucking bad like, and that was north that's north myrtle so the cutoff yeah. is and this is one tiny little and fucking for anybody spot. who doesn't like, live in north myrtle there's obviously like there's we have uh Beachside, non-beachside, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody and somebody there's will be like, "Oh, well, my England. son lives at grandma's house, so they can go to a better school." What the fuck is up with that? Because that that is something that's actually reality. If like my kid lives here, so he can go to a better school. Look, I know plenty of people. Like for instance, my mom she she works in the school district. Yeah, like and she's an educator, and she's told me many times there's. There's people that lie about where their kids live mm-hmm. just so their kid can go to the better school. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. Yeah. But like, it's, it's a reality. Like, if you want a fair shake, you go to the better school. Yeah. You go yeah. to better school with better funding. And I mean, that's just the way the shit goes. Like, it's fucking nothing. I new. mean, our one school that's on the ocean side is all funded by parents that live on the ocean side that have money. And push money into their like into their projects and stuff like that. And then like the people that live in the outskirts, even if they had money, yeah, the people they don't, that they live don't in the really do those. Well, even like, if they even if they were on the outskirts and they had money, they still ship their kids to the school that like has instance, money. How far is Mullins from here? What forty five minutes? Yeah, forty five minutes, maybe Ruff- fifty. Roughly forty five minutes from here, mm-hmm. like uh, North Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, any school that's on the coast, for the most part, in Horry County, those are like the highest rated schools. Those get the best test scores. They get they the best get funding. The best funding because they get the te- the the best test scores. Because they have better teachers. And it yeah, and they get better teachers, and the teachers get paid more. Mm-hmm. And this is all like the same county, and so like you go out somewhere way the hell out in the. The Even only Conway. one that rivals you that is fucking Conway. So the only school that rivals that is Ainer. Yeah, Ainer has a really I don't good know school. Any, I don't hardly know any black people that live in Ainer. Yeah. Yeah, they have an awesome school. And it's that's crazy though. That, they have an like, awesome school. Their school, their school, like per capita, like actually does better than ones that are on the ocean yeah, side. They, then you they go actually have the in, best high school. But then you go deep into Conway. And like they got dilapidated basketball, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. fucking court. Like that. Uh, what? I f- I f- yeah, Mullins that I was talking about earlier, dude. Mullins is forty five minutes from here, and I remember a time when they literally had to rent out their band equipment, like the all the instruments from like a local company that just sold used band band instruments. That's and so like. The, the school didn't even own their own instruments that the kids were playing in the band. And, like, they would lapse on the payment and not have a band for when they would go out and play football or whatever. And there would just be no band because they fucking didn't have the school funding to pay for that shit. And the reason they didn't have the school funding is because it was a shitty neighborhood. And because it was a shitty neighborhood, they're t- like, I remember their books. I, I went to this school for like not me going to it, but like I visited this school and like there's their books that they had. They were teaching the kids with were from like the 80s and 90s. And this is mm-hmm. like late 2000s when this happened. And mm-hmm. 
these are like literally like the the history book is like we got 49 states <laughs> I'm like what the fuck <laughs> what is this bullshit book from like, we just got Hawaii yeah. <laughs> like, what for a- like for real like the fucking you turn the lights on and the you turn the lights on in the gym and the the roaches don't even run away they just rob you <laughs> my god what the fuck dude when i'm smoking a cigarette <laughs> so let's let's uh his name's rollo <laughs> god damn it <laughs> so you sent me a clip from oh, the boondocks yeah so talk, so we'll finish on this cuz we've done 50 minutes on it already yeah so that that fucking uh the girl the the lady that we were just talking about earlier what's Anne. her name so and uh, uh, Robin it was Robin Robin uh, D'Angelo Robin I feel like she went to this class and that's how that whole book happened and that's why I sent it to you all right let's play let's... that shit run it and the sixth day of Kwanzaa is Kuji Ku Ku uh, uh, Wow, this is really complicated. The sixth day is a, a Kumba. Kumba. Harold Kennedy Uberwitz was my history teacher. He was culturally sensitive. And on Kumba, a Kumba, uh, the the elder, okay, that would be me, leads everyone in the Harambe salute. And that goes like Oh my god. Harambe. Okay, great. So who wants to join me in the Harambe salute? Anyone? Huey? You sure? White people watching Kwanzaa. Black Panther once. <laughs> okay, no problem. Here we go. Harambe! 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 <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> this fucking dude yo like i swear she went to that class she joined that man mm. in his harambe salute for sure oh 100 for sure her ass was up there in a dashiki doing that shit no cap so the you were talking about stereotypes earlier right yeah you heard about tiger woods accident right oh no fuck yeah what happened he apparently fell asleep at the wheel. He's, look, let's be honest. He's been falling asleep at the wheel for years now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it made me think, you know, what stereotype is he is he a mix of? So he's a black guy that's half Asian and he can't drive worth the shit. He definitely gets the driving skills from the Asian side. Just getting the worst out of all those companies. I mean, I'm just going to go with gambling. What? What? That- he was going off the Henny and those Asian like, bad here's, here's driving a picture skills of kicked the- in. Here's a picture of the Immediately car. being the racist. The engine fucking came shit, back in on him. It pinned, in his, it, like, pinned his legs in. Like, he'll never play golf again. He's fucked. He, he sliced it to the right and ended up in the rough. Real hard. I mean, if we're being honest, though, it's probably for the best. Like, you know, nobody wants to be on that fucking slow road out. Yeah. Like, he didn't end up in a sand trap. I mean, debatably, he did, though. <laughs> yeah, no pitching wedge is going to get him out of that. No. Uh, so, 
The last thing we're going to talk about before we wrap this up, because we went hell along on the fucking uh, right, white fragility. Don't say the thing that I think you're going to say, because I think we should just go ahead and save that one for the next one. Which, oh, we're the, saving the next one. The potato head stuff? Oh, no. Never mind. <gasps> yeah. I have so many things about this. Yeah, we're going to talk about Mr. Potato Head. So Hasbro, in a move similar to Coca-Cola, put my drink down for this shit, uh, decided that Mr. Potato Head was going to lose the title of Mr. and be general uh, gender neutral branded. So <laughs> the classic toy branding is being reimagined for the modern consumer. It's U.S. Baker Hasbro announced on Thursday from Later this year, the toys launched almost 70 years ago will be named Potato Head on its packaging. Other toy companies have taken similar directions in recent years, breaking tradition with gender norms. Hasbro is making sure all feel welcomed in the Potato Head world by officially dropping the Mr. from the Mr. Potato Head uh, brand name and logo to promote gender equality and inclusion. So, what are your thoughts on... Mr. Potato Head becoming a, gender neutral. It's a fucking potato, man. What is Mrs. Potato Head going to think? It's a, it's a when pota- they go to church, what what the fuck are the golden Yukons and the fingerlings going to say about this? You have to think about how it's going to affect the Potato Head family. <laughs> when they go to church. <laughs> I think I'm more offended by the fact that we're upset about this diversity. What kind of church you think they got? Then the fact oh, that we're playing with Southern a fucking Baptist. potato. We're dressing up a potato. Sure. I'm more upset about the fact that we're like excited about dressing up a potato and we not. Humi- we humanized the potato and then what made the it a fuck? problem. That <laughs> make use of mashed potatoes and like get the fuck over it. Well, funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're normalizing. We're normalizing. Dressing up potato. I got that. Why? Why? I think we should just call gender neutral people potato heads from here on out. Well, why aren't fucking every vegetable like a zucchini? Why is it not gender like gender neutral? So, look, like Hasbro wasn't gonna lose. Hasbro has fucked me up on this. Hold on, hold on. This gets real good. There's silver lining to this. No, there's none. This gets good. Wait till you hear how this this shit plays out. So. Hasbro, the whole concept was, well, this is actually a good thing for the consumer because now you get all the girl and boy parts in the same box. Who gives a fuck? Hold on. Okay. Easy. No, there's Simmer no. down. Dial it back. I'm you're at a, so you're like upset a, about this. You're like a, you're like a, a nine. Maybe because I. You're I at just, a hard nine. We need uh, you to be like a soft five. So Hasbro, five. since this massive backlash coming in their fucking way. And said, look, Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head aren't going anywhere. Oh, yeah, they reversed their fucking... We're just going to sell it all in the same fucking box. Nope. It's still separated. Hey! So, it's just the potato... They changed it from Mr. Potato Head is the brand. They just called it Potato Head. Potato Head. 
and there's a Mr. and a Mrs. So you still got to buy both box. If you want to put big old fat fucking Kardashian lips on Mr. Potato Head, you got to buy Miss Potato Head's box. Finesse. Now, here's the other cool thing that they're doing. Damn they're, right. se- they're selling the potato family kit. So you get the baby potato. Hell yeah, Bo. The Mrs. Potato and... The Christian Potato Head. Yeah. All right. That baby potato, you need to let that bitch rot in the back of the fucking pantry and just not. Dude, what Number are you talking one. about? It has like a potato stroller yeah, that looks like a deep it. fryer. Does it grow extra eyes? Because if it doesn't grow extra eyes, I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, I want eyes all over that bitch. You're going to put eyes in the mouth hole? It's, fuck yeah. Every hole. It, every hole. Every hole is filled with eyes. I'm not necessarily opposed to that. <laughs> Why don't they just have tentacle potato or something else? Like, that, make it hentai that potato. Feels, that feels like, I was about to say, that feels uh, like some waifu shit, but yeah. I, <laughs> No, hentai potato. I want it. I need oh, it. Oh, uh, look. All right, I, just I go to DeviantArt, you yeah, weird fuck. I hate to be the one to tell you this, but... There's already hentai potato. Japan is miles ahead of you right now. Miles. <laughs> miles. What, with hentai potato? Look, they got, a, they got a, a whole Alexa that you can fuck right now. now. What do they you got, think? Look, they got glow-in-the-dark kittens oh, over there. Cute. bro. I love it. Like, What do you think the right. race of the potato heads is? The race? Yeah. That's the real fucking question. Yeah. What race? Like, we get it. They're gen- it's gender gender neutral branding. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna uh go out on a limb here and say that they are Incans. Maybe mines. Alright, look here, man. Look at this Steve Harvey yee eat looking ass potato. <laughs> and tell me they are they are made to look like black people. Look at this Steve Harvey yee eat ass looking potato. With a white with a white girl potato next to it. The bowler hat makes that, it for me. Bro, that haircut that the white potato yeah. that the like, Miss Potato for, has I for real did not she have. She got her back. Sunday I was hat like, on. Damn this I mean in my <laughs> head like man, this motherfucker <laughs> right as hell though. <laughs> look, 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 look at this fucking Miss Potato. That is a white girl that dates black dudes if I've ever fucking seen one. You you're not wrong. Like You're not wrong. 100%. That's a white woman from Loris right there. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> exactly. That is a white woman from Loris. So, <laughs> dated a nigga named Jaquan back in high school. Oh my god. And just <laughs> been on the dark side ever since. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I think I nailed that. She's all about that Sith sword. That's all Dude, I'm saying. <laughs> the black lightsaber. Oh, oh fucking hell! She look she looking for Orlando, <laughs> but not looking for Orlando. She she likes a you guys Steve. Said you 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 denounced him, so you can't. Last episode, two episodes ago. What yeah. I denounced denounced who? Lando? Yeah. Did I denounce? Lando? Yeah, I think you, you did. did actually in like you a really drunken did. fit of rage. No, you totally denounced him. Hmm. Damn. I mean, yeah, you're like we did the. He's a light skin though, and that's probably the reason. Yeah, that, that's exactly you, that, that was what I said. Actually, the fucking hold argument. on, that sounds uh, right. Me, that sounds right. I stand, I stand by my claim. I stand by. Let me focusing on Star Wars and not the Steve Harvey potato. No, I'm backing up a little bit <laughs> because it's because debatably more important. I'm backing up a little bit because he he denounced. He said the black delegates denounced Lando, 
not him specifically. Look, I'm an ambassador, so okay, I'm speaking he did, he on did. behalf of the black delegation. <laughs> then he does. So therefore, therefore you 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 denounce him. All right then. So, but it wasn't my call, though. But the it Steve Harvey my mustache call. like just makes it. For it me. wasn't my call, you know. Like I don't really have permission per se to give my personal feelings on this. But on behalf of the black delegation, well, what are your personal feelings on the potato head thing? Mr. How do you potato head? The Mr. and Mrs. Potato the gender neutral rebranding. Um, do you stand I think for that it? That is a um, inanimate piece of plastic. And therefore, what the fuck, you guys? What the fuck? How? Why? Because people need something to be mad about. What hypersensitivity level are you at right now? Where you feel the need to be offended by a literal piece of plastic shaped like a potato. And you're like, ah, nah. How do you know what that potato identifies as? Nothing. Nigga, it's, it's not even a potato. It's not even a potato. It's a piece of plastic shaped like a potato with fucking holes where you could like decide what gender you fucking want. They gave you an option. They gave you hella options. There's like 40, 50 different like little pieces that you could put in there and make it whatever the fuck you want. So why are you worried about whether it's Mr. or Mrs. Potato Head? Who gives a shit? On like, either side. Who is even who is even playing with Mr. Potato Heads right now and Mrs. Potato Heads? That's like saying you like avidly still play Mrs. Pac-Man and getting upset about it because she got a hair bow and you don't know what she identifies as. She's next. Oh, God. You've just started something. <laughs> She's next. Oh, they're coming for Pac-Man now. Damn it. It's it's uh, excuse me, T. It's Pac-Person. <laughs> Pac-Person. Pac-Person. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, chill, man. I got to pee Pat. right now. Like, I know. We're getting ready to. We're getting ready. <laughs> All right, you need to drop the, the socials. socials. We didn't right. even get to everything we were going to talk about. We'll save it for next week. Yes. Um. Make sure you guys follow the episodes. They're super fun. Um, follow the episodes. I don't really know all the different platforms, but we are on every platform. Actually, if you actually wanted to know, we are. If yeah, thank you, Eric. On the link tree, you can um, find all of our episodes. Guys, don't listen to me. I'm severely irresponsible when it comes to this shit. Like, please mm. listen um, to these guys. And they know what you, they're talking about. I don't. Make sure you follow our Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook at the Vorgans Podcast, and you can also follow us on Instagram uh, at the Vorgans Podcast. Our Twitter. I don't know if it's been as late as possible, but no, it probably... I, I've neglected the Twitter. I just can't bring myself to go on there much. It's just a liberal echo chamber, and it drives me insane. Well, if you do want to... Maybe we... I want to honestly get on the TikTok, but I, I honestly feel like that if I get on there, Look, like that's I'm going to have you. to be that's like... That's going to be you. Yeah, yeah. I've tried You're, to get you to do the TikTok I'm, thing. I'm not going to do it. I refuse. No, I no. feel like that if I did the TikTok that they're all going to talk me into doing OnlyFans, and I'm a little scared about that. I so. mean, well, that's a, we're not that's a big that. fucking Look. jump. Look, okay, so first and foremost, that actually might be like the, <laughs> jump, the jump that we need for Look, this Look, I've already shit. posted my dick on OnlyFans <laughs> for free. Which one? Drop the link. You just type in uh, Lich Prince on OnlyFans. That's right, guys. Can I just post yeah, my titties? Right, guys. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? Oh, okay. I'll post I'm not my titties. To it. Yeah. But, uh, are we all on OnlyFans? Sure, why the fuck not? I mean, mine are, mine are out there, but... Uh, you know. Just the, all the guest photos are just their genitals? Oh, my God. Those would be so and good. That's how you label them? Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> Listen to episode 74. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't hear what I said. I'm just going to keep going with it. Yeah. But thank um, you guys so much for following. Can, I, when you can do, I call mine Black Snake Moan? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I'm going to call mine White Fragility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's going to be it. <laughs> that's it. Oh, fuck you guys. Later. Bye.